my, my heart breaks and uh, I, I apologize every single day. Uh, this this is, uh, you know, again, this pandemic has brought a lot to light that a system that's been broken for, for decades and we're doing every we we're doing everything and we did everything we could to make sure um, that we, we put the support that is needed. There we have Premier Doug Ford, of course, talking about long term care and it's a story that's not going away. It's here with this virus. And as I began the show, that picture is stuck in my mind and hopefully just about everybody else's. You know, in our our global top talkers, as we talked about it, there was a reference to a big story in global news on who owns the long-term care homes and really doing some deep dives in this. Joining us as we get back into this story, Charlene Stewart is with us live, President S-E-I-U Healthcare. Welcome, Charlene. Thank you for being here. Oh, my pleasure, Arlene. Thank you for having me. All right. You know, there's so many questions here as we um, talk about long-term care homes and the dramatic turn that it took this week with a report from the military. And there is a lot of questions about who owns them and how much money they're making from them. How important is that? Oh, incredibly important. And uh, if nothing else, hopefully... Uh, the pandemic has really shone a glaring light on uh, exactly what goes on in those homes. The not-for-profits, uh, I, I feel and have been saying for over two decades, uh, do not belong in this uh, in this service to seniors. Uh, anybody who who pays dividends uh, to shareholders instead of making sure that the proper equipment and supplies are in those homes uh, should not be in this business at all. And there we go. A lot of Canadians were confused, and they thought that it was tied into our our healthcare system, and it isn't. No, it it isn't. It's like it's it's a separate service. It gets separate funding than we do in our healthcare system. But I know that the public is sometimes confused over you know uh, not for profit or for profit. Uh, these for profit homes clearly do, without doubt, they get paid from the government from our tax dollars, the same as the not for profit homes do, right to the penny. So when you've got when you're accountable to shareholders, obviously you have to take money from somewhere, and that's exactly where it comes from from cooks and cleaners and you know uh, buying briefs and uh, supplies that should be going directly to those residents. You know, we knew this was happening before. We we had a kind of a light shone on it. Remember the Elizabeth Wetlaufer and the murders that happened. And we saw how easily and how things fell through the cracks. Do you feel, Charlene, that this moment has arrived, that this is not going back in the drawer with a lock on it? You know, I truly hope so. I mean, I've been asked that question so much this week, and you're right. I mean, the Whitlocker, uh, lots of reports and commissions, ombuds people have been assigned in past years, you know, W-5 stories. This isn't the first time we've seen these uh, horrific reports come out of that. Uh, so as far as confidence in the government doing anything, unfortunately, I am not confident yet because I've been here. What gives me hope is uh, that the public uh, will demand change after hearing these, that they will stay with me and with these frontline workers and with those residents uh, until we see the change that absolutely needs to be done and that we should all be demanding. And, you know, there are some who are on the front lines of this, and they think it's bigger than just staffing and money. It's a little bit of ageism that kind of opened the door for this kind of stuff to happen. Do you agree or disagree? Um. Yes, maybe. I, 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 
Possibly, but I mean, again, um, you know, this has been going on for so long that uh, it shouldn't get to that point, but you possibly could be right. Thank you for joining us. You have a a great evening and a great weekend, Charlene. We appreciate it. You're welcome. You too. Take care. Charlene Stewart, who is president of SEIU Healthcare, as we talk about the long-term care homes. And there, you know, I want to keep asking that question. Is it ageism? Is it something else? Is, is that giving us the permission to allow that to happen? Because when we heard about it, you know, there's criticism of the politicians and they're saying, here, we can prove it. You knew it. There were reports from various administrations and it's happening. It's happening. It's coming up in the questioning. It's coming up in the news stories. And then we're following, as the global story did, who's making the money And then we also, I think, and there are people connected in this industry, and they say this is all part of something else. We don't value it. Other other societies do. They value people who are older. Do we toss people aside? And heck, what a time to do it with all those boomers out there. I'm surprised that they're allowing it to happen. And maybe they won't as they get closer to getting into these homes. They'll kick up a fuss.